we have this mentality that like, I have to work hard to prove myself, mostly because you've worked hard to prove yourself. That's what's helped you get to the point that you're in. There's nothing illogical about that idea. Like that's normal. Like you had to work hard to get where you were. You couldn't get where you are as a woman of color, especially a black woman in academic medicine or public health, not working hard. Like that does not exist in our society. So I understand and respect the I have to work hard to prove myself. I respect that. But you're not proving yourself with your hard work. I'm gonna tell you right now, you're not. You are not proving yourself with your hard work. What you are doing, you are demonstrating your talent. That is what you are doing. Hello, hello. You are listening to Your Unapologetic Career. Being a woman of color faculty in academic medicine who wants to make a real difference with your career can be tough. Listen, these systems are not built for us, but that doesn't mean we can't make them work for us. In each episode, I'll be taking a deep dive into one core growth strategy so you can gain confidence and effectiveness in pursuing the dream career you worked so hard to achieve. All you have to do is tune in to your unapologetic career with me, your host, Kemi Dole, physician, surgeon, researcher, coach, and career strategist for an always authentic, sometimes a little raw, but unapologetically empowering word. I keep it real for you because I want you to win. So I get so many questions along the lines of, ah, how can I work with you? (laughs) You're changing my life and I want more of this. And if you fall into that category and you are a woman of color, faculty member in academic medicine, public health, or allied fields, then just keep listening. Listen, are you building the academic career you want or hard at work checking boxes on everyone else's to-do list? A successful career doing the work you love doesn't mean you have to sacrifice your values, your family, or your joy. Stop trying to be everything to everybody and get to learning the strategies that will 3x your productivity, hone your passions into funded projects, and create the career you worked so hard to achieve. If you've been to every career development and professional development workshop that sounded great, but didn't actually deal with the kind of institutional pressures you face. If you're working hard, but somehow stuck in inefficiency, putting everyone else's priorities first. If you spent years training and sacrificing to become academic faculty, and here you are still working nights and weekends on the projects you care most about, I'm here to tell you that you can walk away from this institutional mindset forever and take control of your career with clarity and strategy. Every day, I help women of color faculty of all career levels in academic medicine, like you, reframe and recreate their academic life so that they can channel their ideas, passions, and skills into grant-funded work with institutional support and sustainability. And that is why this episode is brought to you by Get That Grant, our six-month high-performance coaching program for high-achieving women of color faculty in academic medicine who are ready to reclaim career control and secure grant funding doing the work they love. In Get That Grant, we help you kick imposter syndrome to the curb for good, so you lead your career with clarity and confidence. 
you learn productivity and strategy skills for grants and papers to maximize your chances of success without wasting your time, abandoning your passion, or working yourself into the ground. We help you build the foundation for an amazing and fulfilling academic career, changing your life and the lives of everyone your work will touch. Yes, this future is possible for you, and it's waiting on you to make the first step. If you are ready for career success without sacrifice, I encourage you to join our waitlist at kemidole.com backslash grant. After you join the waitlist, you'll be notified when the next Get That Grant cohort will be enrolling. Your application process will include an in-depth career foundations assessment, helping you identify the gaps in your foundation that are holding you back from enjoying the career you work so hard to achieve. No more secret worrying that the career you want isn't really possible. This career assessment will show you exactly where you need to focus to level up your experience and your impact. Join the waitlist today to get in line. Visit kemidole.com backslash grant to sign up. Talk to you soon. Hello, y'all. So today I'm going to be talking about the talent trap of high achievers in academic medicine and public health. Well, I will start with saying that if you're a high achieving only, if you are a high achieving only, especially first only different, shout out to Shonda Rhimes, woman of color, especially faculty in academic medicine or public health, from day one, from day one, you have a different job. <laughs> and again, I'm not the first person to say that. I think that Tressie McMillan Cottom and Roxane Gay have like an entire podcast episode called We Don't Have the Same Job. But it's true, you don't have the same job. You have a whole other host of pressures that you're dealing with, pressures that I not only speak about, but I have written about in our journals hypervisibility, isolation narrow range of failure, stereotype threat, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, okay? So let's just like go ahead and establish women of color faculty, but especially black women in academic medicine and public health, you don't have the same job. You just don't. Your parameters are different, how you're judged are different, all those things. And yet you are still in a place where you're coming in as faculty or you've been there for 10 years and you have that internal feeling of, I need to prove myself. I need to prove I worked really hard to get here. And the last thing I'm going to do is waste this opportunity. Like shout out to those of you who are like, you don't understand what it took me to get here. <laughs> like you don't understand. It wasn't just me. You know, it's me. It's my mama. It's my cousin. Like you don't understand how many people are in my corner rooting for me. The last thing I'm going to do is show up to this faculty position to be in this faculty role and not do well and let them down. In addition to the fact that your girl likes to achieve. So in case this is the first time you're catching me and you don't know, I deeply identify as a high achiever. So if you feel dragged in any way, like just know I'm dragging myself too. <laughs> like I am y'all. We are one. Okay. High achievers, lots of positives, lots of struggles. But we have this mentality that like I have to work hard to prove myself mostly because you've worked hard to prove yourself. That's what's helped you get to the point that you're in. So if there's nothing illogical about that idea. Like that's normal. Like you had to work hard to get where you were. You couldn't get where you are as a woman of color, especially a black woman in academic medicine or public health, not working hard. Like that does not exist in our society. So I understand and respect the, I have to work hard to prove myself. I respect that. You're not proving yourself with your hard work. I'm gonna tell you right now, you're not, you are not proving yourself with your hard work, what you are doing with your hard work, you are not proving yourself. You are demonstrating your talent. That is what you are doing. 
you are showing up and you are demonstrating your talent from day one. Yes, I can do this. Give me this job. I will tackle it. Give me this thing. I will figure it out. Challenges that have existed for like ad nauseum because nobody will do the kind of work required to like figure out the new system, the call schedule, figure out how to teach this class well, figure out, et cetera. I will do it. I will do it. I will do it. I will do it. So you come in and you are in a mode mentally, I have to work hard to prove myself. But what you're actually doing is you're working hard and you're demonstrating your talent. That's what you're doing. You're demonstrating that you're a person who doesn't just think but executes. Rare. You're a person who thinks and executes. Amazing. How many of y'all have been in meetings with people who just talk, 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 never follow through? Dagger to the heart. It's so painful. How many of y'all are around people who just wildly act with no forethought? And you're like, I'm sorry, did nobody ever teach you how to plan? Do you have goals? Do you understand how this works? You have both. They overlay both. That's what helped you become so high achieving because achieving means that you understand the goal you're going to and high means that you hit it over and over and over. So you get to your jobs, we get to these faculty positions and we are working hard like we've always done. And again, what's happening is that you are demonstrating your talent. And when you demonstrate your talent, you know what happens when you demonstrate talent? In an organization, in an institution, do you know what happens? You get asked to do more things. You get asked to do more things. Nobody is interested in asking somebody who is not talented and does not work hard to do things. No, people don't ask you when you're mediocre and can't figure stuff out to do things. No, they ask you to do things because you demonstrate your talent over and over and over. And this is good. Because that's kind of what we came here to do, right? We came here to work hard, show we can do it, and then to get opportunities. And so that's really exciting. And so it can start off seemingly good. Oh, I noticed you're amazing. You gave a great talk. What about this opportunity, et cetera, et cetera. Super exciting. But when you are working hard and demonstrating your talent, but you do not have any concomitant discernment, while you are working hard and demonstrating your talent, you are not developing any discernment about those opportunities, about those decisions. When that is happening and mentally, you are still active in the proving myself mentality. I have to work hard to prove myself. I don't have discernment on my opportunities. I have to work hard to prove myself. I don't have discernment on my opportunities. You are stuck in an unending cycle of working hard, demonstrating my talent, working hard, demonstrating my talent. And you know what is not part of that default in any way, shape or form? Having the career that you set out to have, meeting the full potential that you set out to do, doing the work that you came here to do. You can be working your ass off. You can be working hard and demonstrating your talent and getting more opportunities and working hard and demonstrating your talent and feel lost and feel burned out and feel like, what am I even doing here? Because none of that, as a default, connects back by necessity to the work that you came there to do. And the thing is, you're vulnerable to this when you start on faculty, sure, because you're like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I just got here, I'm gonna work hard and show them what I can do, and then you get stuck in the loop right away. But you know who's also vulnerable? Anybody who hasn't taken a moment to say, I'm not doing it this way. 
especially women of color faculty, especially black women, which is why I meet people all of the time who are five, 10, 15, 20 years into their career, stuck in a high achieving trap of working hard and demonstrating my talent, working hard and demonstrating my talent, and they are lost. They are frustrated. They are burned out. They are upset. And the reason why I call it a trap, again, is because you wouldn't be struggling if you were trash. You wouldn't have opportunities if you couldn't do it. The issue is you're talented. That's why it's so hard. If you're like, why do I have so many things on my plate? Why can't I figure out my time management? Why can't I get anything done? And I'm sitting there like, well, how many things have you been asked to do? You've been asked to do those things because you're capable. You are capable. Nobody wants mediocre work. This is such an important insight because you will, you will be so confused thinking that you're subpar when your problem is, girl, you are excellent, but you don't have any organization. You don't have any strategy. You don't have any discernment and you've never been taught how to do so in professional settings. And that is really the gap. That's the talent trap gap. And let me tell you how the institutions totally benefit from you staying in that trap. They totally benefit you from that. I want to just kind of introduce a metaphor. Now, those of you who follow me for a while, those of you who are my day ones, y'all know I love a good metaphor. I'll use a metaphor whether it works or not. Honestly, I just, you know, it's part of my personality. I've owned it, you know, I own it clearly. And this is the metaphor I want to give you. It's like you are sitting, this is what it's like to be a high achieving woman of color, especially black woman faculty in academic medicine or public health institutions. It's like you're sitting here with like a bowl full of diamonds. They're yours, by the way. And you're just sitting there and these are all your, I mean, like jewels, beautiful, amazing jewels. And you just produce these. This is what you do. Not without effort, but this is what you do. This is what you are capable of. And you are sitting in a space where people can just come up and take the diamonds. They're like, oh, this is nice. Let me have one. Oh, this is nice. Let me have one. Oh, shiny. This is nice. They'll tell you nice things. They're so excited about you. They're nice to you. They're enthusiastic, but they're going to take a diamond because why not? Why wouldn't they? But our wild socialization in our institutions, in academic medicine as public health, is for you to have no regulatory system on who can take those diamonds, on how they can be used. So we sit there holding this bowl of diamonds, waiting and expecting people to come up and organize themselves and self-regulate themselves about, oh, maybe I'll just look. I won't touch. Maybe I'll just get close. Maybe it's not appropriate for me to just dig my whole hand in and take a bunch. That's what we do. We just sit there and we just wait. We'll assume that I'll get promoted and this will get better. People will stop asking me for stuff. Well, I'll just work really hard here and prove myself and then, and then that'll be enough. So they'll stop asking me for something else. How many of you have told yourself that lie? Oh, well, if I, once I just get this done, then I will have, I'll have done my job. I'll have done my duty for the group. So they won't ask me to do anything else again. Girl, if you do that thing and you do it well, they are asking you. <laughs> it is going to happen. So the thing about it is that if you have diamonds, if you have diamonds, the requests, the things that you could do, the tasks, the opportunities are never going to stop coming. They are never going to stop coming. It is not going to happen by you just sitting there, not without any kind of system. What I want to make sure that you understand, in addition to gassing you up unapologetically because you're amazing, is that 
I don't want you to believe because you have a lot on your plate that you can't handle it. It's like, there's so much on my plate. I'm not organized. I can't figure this out. I procrastinate. So I just can't hack it. I just can't do this thing. So instead, I'm just going to limit my career. Like I thought I want to do all these things, but it's not possible. So I've got to limit myself. That's coming from a place of feeling like you can't hack it. That's not true. You still have a system. You're just not organized. And when I say system, I mean an internal compass accompanied with external structure to help you regulate your diamonds. So don't believe that. So please don't believe that it's just because you can't hack it or you're somehow inferior or somehow everybody else is figuring it out. Absolutely not. But the second thing, and I think this is honestly more most important because I'll just be honest. I think people who really work, people who work with me, they might have some issues around confidence in some places or another, but at some level they understand like, I'm a bad bitch. Like, you know, at some level, they understand, no, I I know how to work hard and get stuff done. They just don't want to suffer. They're like, I know how to work hard and demonstrate my talent and get stuff done. But I don't want that to equal this unending trap of suffering, right? Like, can I succeed and not have to, like, have sacrificed all of my joy along the way? So I will say that this second point I want to make, I think is even more important, especially for those of you who listen to me and who resonate, which is that I don't want you to believe the hype. And the hype is, oh, well, you know, if you've got diamonds, this is just the way it is. This is just the way it is. Like it's busy. It's crazy. It's hectic. People are going to come take your gems. Somebody's going to take a bowl full. They're not going to care. They're going to be really nice. Maybe they won't be, but the bottom line is they will take and take and take. And you need to be happy with the recognition. You just, you need to be happy to be asked. You need to be happy that they're so excited about you. Don't worry about the fact that it's not sustainable. Don't worry about the fact that you don't really feel active in your career. Like you are moving yourself towards where you want to go. Don't worry about all that. Look at all this success. Look at all this achievement. You have diamonds. Don't believe the hype. That's not the case. So we can start to believe, well, this is just the way it is because I'm high achieving, because I know how to work hard. And I want to let you know, the fact that you are high achieving and capable does not consign you to a career of success and suffering. And anybody who makes you feel like that is the case, anybody who even insinuates that that is the case is not somebody that you need to take career advice from. Do not do that. Okay. And I would go so far as to say, you might want to consider limiting your interactions around that energy that says that the payment of you to be successful, the price, I should say, of you being successful, the price of you being high achieving is suffering, is working nights and weekends, is not feeling in control of your career, is feeling constantly like you have to prove yourself at the next level, at the next level, at the next level. Don't fall prey to that this is just how it is and definitely don't fall prey to well, this is all really nice, but I can't change this now. I'm five years in, it's too late for me. I'm 10 years in, I wish I heard this sooner, but honestly, it's too late for me. What, don't do that. First of all, don't do that to yourself. You're not that old. Stop, first of all, just stop. You're not that old. And it's never too late because again, you have the diamonds. And it's not about having to change what those are. Because if it's like, oh, I have to change who I am, I would also be like, well, I don't, I can't help you. I don't know about y'all, but like at a certain age, you just, you know how you just go like, oh, this is just me. (laughs) 
<laughs> okay, I got it. Like I have to learn how to optimize like myself in different environments and stuff. But this is like, I'm not, this is just who I am. Like This is just me. So like, no, do you have to change who you are? No. Do you have to start pretending that you're not high achieving? No. Do you have to stop pretending that you don't have diamonds? No. Do you have to have a system of discernment? Yes. Do you have to have not just internal clarity, but the ability to execute, to be able to have systems and structures and decision-making so that your diamonds only end up where you want, your work only ends up where you want it to be, and you feel every day that you are putting your best self and your best work into the areas that matter most to you. Well, yeah, that is all possible. So again, We're also not going to believe that lie. I can't change now. It's nonsense. Because I want to tell you instead is that instead of thinking somehow you can't hack it, which is literally the inverse of what's true, that really drives me crazy because it is the absolute opposite of reality. It's like the upside down. Okay. Like that's what that is. It's the sunken place. You are deeply confused. Get out, girl. Rather than thinking that or thinking, well, this is just the way it is because this is the price I have to pay for being a high achieving person. The price I have to pay is to suffer for my success or that I can't change now. It's just been too long. I'm in too deep. I can't change now. Instead, I want you to choose to get into control. I want you to choose to get into control. I'm going to tell you something to do because I am so tired of seeing us suffering because we're talented. It eats at me It is so the reverse of what should happen. And yet I acknowledge that it is completely the result of the default structure and culture that we're in, in academic medicine and public health. So this is my challenge to you because you can choose to get in control. You can choose to not get in control too, but you can't walk away and be like, well, this is just the way it is. Nothing I can do. That's what you can't do, but you can choose to get in control. First part of getting in control is actually recognizing what your diamonds are, recognizing that your hard work isn't just something that you do. I just know how to work hard. No, you have talents that you execute consistently over and over, likely in different scenarios. You got to identify those and know what those are. Okay. I'm getting ahead of myself. Challenge. Number one, block two hours of time for yourself. Two hours. It should be no, a no brainer to be like in the next week, I want you to block two hours of daytime hours. Don't be talking about, oh, nine to 11. No, two hours of daytime hours just for yourself. This is for CEO time. CEO time is the boss time, not your worker B, not your creative scientist, your inner CEO self. It's like one of the first four or five episodes. Go check that out. Anyway, so you're going to block out two hours of CEO time. And the first thing you're going to do is you're going to list all of your diamonds, List the things and the strengths that you know you have, the things that you do well. If you are confused, think about the things people ask you to do over and over. Think about the people who are like, but we just really need you there. It's so important for you to be there. Why? What are you bringing to the table? List out the things that you love to do, the things that you know you're good at. List your diamonds. Get clear because you can't devise any system until you can truly own your value in that way and recognize that my hard work isn't just hard work. My hard work is a demonstration of my talents. You're not proving yourself through that hard work. You're just demonstrating your talent. Okay. So that's the first thing you're going to do in your two hour block is identify all your diamonds. The second thing you're going to do is you are going to 
write out and create criteria for their use. What is the criteria? What's the criteria for somebody to just be able to come in and look? To just have the proximity to come in and admire. Ooh, look at this, look at that, these are so nice. What's the criteria for somebody to be able to come in and touch them and pick them up, admire them and all of that? What's the criteria for that? What's the criteria for somebody to come in, take a gem? What's the criteria for somebody to take it home with them? To go and be like, oh, I want to comb through this, pick out the diamond I want and take it home with me and do something else there with it. What are your criteria for these things? And just in case the metaphor is breaking down for you, this is another way to think about this. What is your criteria for meeting with people? Who gets time on your calendar? Please tell me that your criteria is more than I'm available. What's your criteria for that? What is your criteria for joining a project? What's your criteria for bringing your talents, bringing that hard work to an effort? What is required there in that project? Does it need to have a goal? Does it have a timeline? Does it have clarity of communication? Did you have a clear yes or no in being at the table at all? Do you know why you're there? Does it feel like it's reasonable what they're asking for versus what you're giving? What's your criteria for that? What's your criteria for inviting somebody into the work that matters most to you? What is your criteria for inviting somebody in to help support you in the work that matters most to you? That work that you go home at night and you think about, that you wake up and think about, not because you're a workaholic, but because you care so much, because it matters to you so much. What's your criteria for that? Who gets that? Is it whoever emails you and says, hey, I heard you're working on great stuff, I want in? What is your criteria? That is what I want you to work on. It cannot be, I meet with people because I'm available. It cannot be, I join a team because this person seems important or, I don't know, might be mad if I say no. It cannot be, oh, well, I'm on this team or this person is my mentor because they were assigned. What? This is your career we're talking about. I'm sorry. You're not in training anymore. This is your career. This is your livelihood. This is your job. This is the impact and the work that you are going to leave in the world. You don't have the luxury when you are a high achieving woman of color, especially black woman in academic medicine or public health faculty. You don't have the luxury of accepting whatever is default around you when your goal is to see your work alive in the world. When your goal is to do the work you came here to do. When you are high achieving and talented, when there are going to be people knocking at your door from day one, honestly, often before y'all even start, can I get a shout out? How many people have gotten emails before you even get to the job asking you to do stuff? Before you even get there, you don't have the luxury to be like, oh, I'll just sit here with my diamonds and see who wants them. No. Taking control of your career. So critical. Okay. And as promised, I'm talking about all of this, one, because I care about y'all, two, because I'm really tired of seeing our strengths inverted in this really ugly way. Like I'm really tired of seeing people who are highly capable, who know how to work hard, who keep demonstrating their talent, keep getting caught in this loop of hard work and talent that doesn't ever pour back into them in a way that they feel that it's almost out of control, who are still stuck thinking that they're proving themselves. They're still stuck thinking, I'm, I'm proving myself. I'm still proving myself. I want you to know that there's no natural end to that. We think, oh, well, this is until I get my career development award and then I'll have proven myself. No, it will take, I don't know, 45 minutes for you to come up with some other thing that you now have to prove. It is not, I will get my first independent research award. No, 
you will get that independent multi-million dollar award and it will take approximately, I don't know, 15 minutes for you to create another goal for you have to prove yourself. That piece, that part is not true. So you have to make a choice. It has to be a conscious choice to say, I'm not doing it this way anymore. I'm not working hard to prove myself anymore. No, I want my work to serve my purpose. I want my work to energize me and to create meaning and difference in the world. I want to contribute to my field and I want to do so as a whole human, as a person who loves to sleep too, as a person who has a family and friends I like to see too. That's what I want. And I want you to know that that's not too much. It's not too much, but it is the reason why I created the Get That Grant coaching program, which is our high performance six-month coaching program for high-achieving women of color faculty in academic medicine and public health. And the reason why is because I love, I love working with people who got all the ingredients. They got all the diamonds. They're just missing all the scaffolding. You're just missing all of the things that we generally speaking, don't really get taught about having self-leadership in our careers, about leading while learning, about learning how to not just own your value, which of course is important, not just be able to very clearly understand and own your value, but use that to guide your career. Like people are like, well, how do you do Like making decisions based on that. That's what I'm talking about. Not like, oh, I can tell my mom, yeah, yes, I'm amazing mom. I'm talking about making decisions based on your value. I'm talking about organizing yourself and actually learning the process to audit what you spend your time doing so that you have more and more and more and more and more time doing the things that you came here to do, the things that you love. Like basically the thing that everybody says is impossible. Like, oh, you can't just like decide what you want to do and do that. That's what we do. (laughs) That, that's what we do. Own your value optimizing your mental relationships, not accepting the default, actually understanding how we do that strategically because hard work alone won't actually get you where you want to go in academics. Hard work plus strategy, hard work plus strategy, clarity, and confidence, done, but you got to have it. So we talk about that, right? How do we translate? How do you own your value? Number two, how do you not just know that you're amazing, but how do you protect your value. How do you protect those diamonds? We coach on that. Okay, Kami, how do I create that structure? How do I think about my schedule? How do I think about my energy? How do I think, how do I learn different productivity methods until I get the one that works for me? How do I consistently optimize my micro environment so that I don't have to worry about the chaos of these crazy academic institutions? So my day is no longer driven by the mood of this person who also happens to be in a leadership position with me. How do I not respond in the moment with urgency? How do I make high quality decisions on behalf of myself instead of feeling basically like I don't have any decisions because you know the power dynamics are real and your girl's not trying to get fired? How do I do that? How do I execute on my value? How do I turn, ooh, I'm really excited today into... Not only am I excited today, but this is the execution plan. I'm about to knock it out. How do I learn strategy to get funding and support for the work that I want to do? How do I understand how to navigate these power dynamics, how to get the right people on my team, how to create fire products, fire grant applications, fire papers? How do I learn how to do that? Harness what I know I can do well instead of on behalf of somebody else, on behalf of me and my work. How do I know that I can create a plan that makes sense? How do I translate what I know is possible in my mind and my vision into my actual day-to-day work? 
That is what we do in Get That Grant. We help high-achieving women of color faculty in academic medicine and public health learn how to own, protect, and execute on their value so they can secure funding doing the work they love without sacrificing your joy, without sacrificing the rest of your life. And that's why I'm so passionate about it. Because as a high achiever myself, I like us and I know us. And I know how easy it is to believe the hype. I know how easy it is to believe that this is really great. It's great to be high achieving, but also I'm kind of just going to suffer for the rest of my life because I don't know how to not work hard. I know that. And I want you to know that you can channel that energy into a structure that works for you. All right, y'all. That's what I have to share with you today. The talent trap is real. Please don't get stuck in it. Please know that for so many of you, for so many of you high achievers, the reason why it feels hard, the reason why it just feels impossible, the reason why you're like, I'm not really sure if I can handle all this is because you are talented. Your hard work is a demonstration of your talent. And I invite you into a career where you, you manage that talent. You create the ideal conditions for that talent to grow and thrive on behalf of you and your work. You know, this was like, you know what? This was just, I'm not doing any kind of coaching program, but I needed this uplift today. Send it to a friend, share it with a friend, let them know. I need to gift this to you today because you also need your head high when you walk into that nonsense tomorrow. And if you feel so inclined, share it and tag me and let me know it was super helpful. All right, y'all take care. I'll see you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening with me today. I appreciate your time as I know it's so valuable. I hope this episode was helpful to you and I hope you feel energized to go out and claim your unapologetic career. See you soon.